0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Threepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Year's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See
1: official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com.
2: Redskins heading into the final quarter of their preseason schedule as we sit here and watch them. Right now they are up 10 to 7. We're here to chat a little bit about it, getting ready for the 2019 season. Thanks for tuning in. This is Hogs Night of Portcast. We got Neba Neal. What's going on everybody? We got Dr. Chris Jones. Welcome. So as, as we said, um, last week of preseason, Redskins, they announced their starting quarterback. We'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. I think we should probably get things started. The big news of the week was not it was not Redskins news. It was sort of NFL and football, the soul of football as a whole, encapsulated in one player's decision, and that was Andrew Luck deciding to hang it up. Um, I think you know, Redskins podcast, so we'll tie it back in. He is inextricably tied. He's linked to the Redskins franchise in that he was drafted the same year as Robert Griffin. Um, There was sort of all those back-and-forth comparisons, RG3, Andrew Luck, which one's going to have the better career. Griffin has that amazing rookie year, wins rookie of the year. Luck, you know, we know how it sort of bears out, but now we're at the point where Luck's out of the league, Robert Griffin's still in the league. He's actually he's not suited up tonight for the Ravens, but he has ended up being a pretty valuable piece for them. So there is, I think, like a loose connection between Luck's fate and the fate of the Redskins, sort of in like a weird, roundabout, obtuse way. But I'm sure you guys have seen this week sort of the, the narrat- narrative around Luck sort of saying, well, what does this mean for the future of football?" I don't know. Did you guys have any thoughts on on his decision and sort of the the, the surrounding conversation on any of that? Uh, for me, I mean, I will say it seems to be.
1: I think it's the beginning of a trend that you see younger and younger players make decisions for their health and longevity sure. over their their current situation. I think. This is kind of what it is. I mean, he said himself that it it, it was like the grind and I, I forget how he phrased it, but uh, he couldn't stay healthy. And um, I do believe he's expecting a child with his wife. So I don't know. I I, I kind of connected to Gronkowski calling it early as well. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, when you retire from the NFL, like that isn't it. I mean, Gronk's hinted at possibly coming back, so I think that maybe we could see him take a, a year off and kind of get his head right, and then maybe take another stab at it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I. You feel bad for guys who are just always hurt. It's being, it's tough being a quarterback and all, but I, I kind of think that it's it sucks. He's so young, and you want him to keep going. But yeah, if it keeps happening, it could be, it, it could be the right move. And I, I don't know. I really don't like, what do you guys think of the
2: booing? I did not. That's, That's, I think that's straight up disrespectful. That's so
0: bad. I mean, yeah. How can you do that to a guy who, he did have a great year coming back. You want him to be there, but it's, it's bigger than, it's bigger than the team. I mean, mean, you gotta do it for his health. I think it's sure. Yeah. You can't, I don't know. I was kind of annoyed at the fans for doing that.
1: Yeah. We really see like 30, 20, 30% of like a guy's life, like only when he's on the field. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes yeah. and for like that to happen it's it seems a little disrespectful. Yeah.
2: I guess I mean he's sort of he's an interesting case where like he's obviously a very bright guy. Yeah, you know, he went to Stanford, studied architecture, and he has other interests outside of football and you know, he was talking about just how much pain he was in all the time and the grind of trying to continue to come back. And the fact is he could have rehabbed you know for as long as he wanted he was he was set to make a hundred million dollars and he just said you know what it's that's not worth it to me so at a certain point like there's a price that you're willing to surrender and like i'm not walking away from a hundred million dollars for anything that said you know he's he's made a nice living for himself but he's got a lot of the rest of his life to live and i don't know obviously we're all we're all sports fans we wouldn't be sitting here talking about the redskins the nfl if we weren't but there is something about being a sports fan that can <laughs> just make people really shitty sometimes and I think we've seen some of it out of Indy this week.
0: Did you see uh Troy Aikman's reaction to that dude? Oh god, what did what did Troy say? So there's a d- a guy, I guess he works for the same company, FS1.
2: Oh, Gottlieb. Yeah,
0: Doug uh, Gottlieb. Uh, yeah, he said retiring retiring cuz rehabbing is too hard is the most millennial thing ever. And so Aikman (laughs) got pissed at this, and he goes, that's total BS, Doug. What qualifies you to decide how someone should live their life? So you're now the authority on what motivates Andrew Luck, and if his decisions don't fit into what you think is best for him, you rip him? Guess that's what keeps you employed on FS1. Nice. (laughs) He he went after him. So everyone's like, damn.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean... It's tough because, like, if you're if you're a Colts fan or if you're on the Colts, you just went from being a team that's probably favored to win your division to they're going to be very bad, I think. So, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know how bad, but that's a big blow. Yeah, there's a drop-off from Andrew Luck to Jacoby Brissett. So, th- that was the big story around the NFL this week. There was and continues to be a big story in – Uh, in the Redskins organization, and that is the notable absence of Trent Williams. I think consensus, at least around these parts, consensus future Hall of Famer, pretty much inarguably the most important player, at least on the offensive side of the ball, and arguably in the entire team. And, you know, we sat here a couple weeks ago, and we're like, what's going on? Like, why are people talking about this? It ended up being nothing. Adrian Peterson says he's fine. Like, everything is fine. Why are the Redskins dramatic? But uh, guess what? It was real drama. And he has said that he's not anticipating being there in week one, he has expressed some real uh, displeasure with the way that his health has been treated. By the Redskins organization, and not just for on-field stuff. There is, you know, some other conversations around uh, that they misdiagnosed him on some some other illnesses that he had had. And yeah. So he's he's pissed, and the Redskins are worse off for it.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, Trent Williams is not somebody that you can really replace. Mm. I do think like he is the best uh, player on the Redskins on the offensive side of the football. And he's going to be dearly missed. I think um, teams tend to be built around their offensive line. Sure.
2: Hogs hogs 2.0. He was the anchor.
1: Yeah. And, and now he's gone or uh, not going to be a part of it. Um, and we're kind of left piecing together in the offensive line. And I think, I mean, not only is he missing, but then that uh, kind of ripples through, all, through the rest of the, mm-hmm. the lineup and, with the offensive line, I think um, like communication and and reliance on the person to next to you is very important. And uh, now they all have to get used to to shuffling pieces and get used to somebody new next to them. So I think it's gonna take uh, quite a bit of time for Redskins to recover.
0: Yeah, you want to have a close knit bunch for sure. So I don't like that. We could be starting on this. This awkward situation, but I think, yeah, I I don't know. For what we did, I don't know if we, I don't know. I want to keep him, but if he can get something better somewhere else, might want to do that.
2: Yeah, well, so they have, they've floated him around in terms of uh, some trade prospects here in New England. Yeah, that uh, he was rumored to be um, offered to the Patriots for a first rounder, and the Redskins said no. They think he's worth more than that. Is he? Arguably, as a player, I I think so. But you know, how many Pro Bowls? They don't. They don't have any. The Redskins have very little leverage right now, just because clearly he doesn't want to be there, and everyone knows he doesn't want to be there. It's a it's a tough one for him because um, right now, I think Chris, you said it really well. They now have to settle for. Eric Flowers at left tackle, a guy who was drafted at the top of his draft class, was the number one offensive lineman and has basically been a tremendous bust. Flamed out in New York and he's just been he's been a turnstile. I mean, I we didn't get a chance to see him. When did we get him? They got him this year uh, sort of as kind of a hopefully a backup to Trent and um it's, this, the drop-off is steep. It's pretty steep.
0: Yeah, I remember reading things when we signed him. Like, what you said, this guy's like a turnstile. Like, I don't know why we're looking at him. But I, I wish there was someone in the middle of that or someone at least better. But, yeah, we, we got to do something about that.
2: Yeah, you know, they got uh, in the draft, they got Jeron Christian. He's still sort of a project, more of a guard type than a tackle. So when you have, it, uh, have guys play out of position – Frankly, I think that the biggest piece, the impact of not having Trent, is the development of Dwayne Haskins, because you can't in good faith throw your rookie quarterback potential future of the franchise back there, knowing that he's just gonna have his blind side inundated by defenders the entire year because it can't he can't be protected. So there are like you said, there are ripple effects that are gonna really continue i think to plague this team in ways that are pretty far reaching this season
1: yeah and uh this situation also gives me a little pause on the health team of the redskins as well i mean last two years they've led the league in injuries uh and it, it seems like a primary motivator for trent to leave and as far as i know nothing's been done to remedy that situation so uh Right now we're losing top players and I guess so we're losing Trent because of it and also injuries will affect us throughout the year if it's not fixed.
0: How have we like not looked into that? Like
2: I don't know. Someone else, that is the eternal question, other
0: is it not? Group could see something wrong with that.
2: I and think. I think to close it off on this segment where we started, I was following Twitter, a thing that I don't really like doing, but you know. Um, And apparently before this preseason game between the Ravens and the Redskins, RG3 was standing out near midfield and sort of just by himself. And I'm sure that the memories of being on FedEx field and, you know, there were a lot of highs there. But that's also that was the beginning of the end was the field conditions and the way that he was taken care of. Mm -hmm. You know, there are still ripple effects from his injury that are being felt today. So that is a great question, and one that hopefully the Redskins don't have to deal with this year. Hopefully Trent comes back. We'll keep an eye on that. Um, I think we should take a quick break and then come right back and and finish things off. All right. All right. All right, let's round things out with um, our favorite, everyone's favorite recurring segment on Hogs Night of Portcast. Uh, So far it has been our only recurring segment on Hogs Night of Portcast. We'll do a little, uh, hell yeah, hell nah. Hell.
1: yeah! Let's do it. Yeah.
2: And because right now it is, it's not just football season, it is fantasy football season. Mm-mm. As a rule, no one gives a shit about your fantasy team, and I'm saying that to everyone here and everyone listening, no one cares. But that said, people love listening to fantasy football predictions. Hot takes, oh. hot takes, straight hot takes. Right, right now hot. is the right now. Your fantasy football team is as good as it will be in, unless you win the whole thing. You're in first place right now. Yeah, you are in first place. Also
0: in last place, but who knows?
2: So I was thinking we could do a little hail yeah, hail nah on fantasy football pre- predictions and projections. We'll sort of use this as our opportunity to discuss whether or not we think a guy is gonna meet. Maybe not our expectations, but the expectations of the experts at Yahoo Sports. Does that sound like and a you good You know, plan?
0: get your thoughts on who I should draft first round. Sure, you know, right.
2: On. Well, so f- so first of all, ha- have did any of you draft any Redskins on your teams? I can't believe I, I did. I oh, did. We got late, got, late who, but uh, who'd you get? I got
3: Chris Thompson. Oh. He's been he was a stud for me like two years ago because I picked him up after who who got hurt. Two years ago, everybody. That, that <laughs> he well, he turned into like the stud. He was putting up like thirty-five points back to back because he was like the lead back. But he was like a receiving. Matt
2: Rob? Or Ma- it might have been.
3: Yeah, it might have been because
2: it wasn't Morris. That was like the M- Matt Jones year. Yeah. They went. They were on the running back. It made week. it
3: made him like a very eligible. He he was just like the perfect fit for the Skins. Like he was putting up like maybe 80, 90 yards, but he was getting like two touchdowns a game. It was for like four weeks or something, but. He was a stud, and then he got hurt. And oh. now he's he's like third string again. But he's just like, you never know. You never know what the Skins are going to do with him. And I feel like they underutilized him last year. I feel like he's a very good weapon, and I would like to see him get the ball a little more. But that's just me being a homer. Um, but I think he is a very talented back and somebody that I think if the Skins don't use him enough, he'll go somewhere else and he'll thrive. So I kind of hope... He can see a little more light in DC before he's out. I,
1: I think he gets a little bit of a pitch count because of durability issues or concerns. Yeah. So I would I would see him more on third downs. I don't know if he's going to get more touches than he already has. I agree, um, unless like
3: AP or Geis has been hurt or shown that they're not doing what they should be. He, he's, he's the third down. He's the third back for a reason. But
2: All right, let, let's do a, let's do a hell yeah, hell no nah for him. Yeah. So I will say the thing, and then you say hell yeah or uh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hell yeah or hell no. Nah, Chris Thompson will have more rushing yards than receiving yards this year. Hell yeah. Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah.
3: He's totally receiving. Yeah, he always shit got on that one.
2: little like lo- lob Smart. pass where he just takes off.
0: Uh,
2: anyone else have any Redskins on their team? Uh,
1: yeah, I got I got Jordan Reed late. Oh man, right, um, late,
0: late. Do you have another tight end
1: on your team? R.I.P.
2: in pieces. Yeah, I pr- I <laughs> R- pretty <pieces>. much
1: um <laughs> decided to pass on like the top three tight ends, which there only really are top three tight ends. The rest, uh, there's a pretty steep drop-off. So I got uh, Jordan Reed, and I also grabbed uh, Mark Andrews from Baltimore Mm -hmm. just uh, as a a little bit of security, but I'm not too confident about either right now, to be honest. Okay,
2: so here's here's a, a question based on his projections, Chris. Okay. Hell yeah, hell no. Jordan Reed catches... More than five touchdowns this year.
1: Uh, yeah, it's it's a tough uh, question because when he's on the field and healthy, he is the most dynamic. He's the best player receiver on the Redskins, and he's <laughs> he's the biggest red zone target for the Redskins. So I'm gonna be optimistic and say hell yeah hell because yeah. Uh, frankly I need that for my fantasy <laughs> <time. laughs>
3: team. That's that's just straight selfish, but I I agree. I'm also going to say, hell yeah.
2: I'm going, I'm going, hell nah. I think I'm also, yeah, I think I, I'm hell nah. I
0: want too. him to be healthy, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I we, just, I not to play it. it safe. I know he's, and then he's due. He's he due. I heard already, so much so.
2: leading
3: into the season. And then of course, wouldn't you know, what is it? Preseason week two or week three, he gets concussed again. Can
0: mm-hmm. we play him just like third down? <laughs> only that might save is like that might be a little better.
1: Can we talk about how dirty that hit was yeah. that he took? It was infuriating, but he seems to expose himself a little too much.
2: All right, I also drafted, Let's just go down faster. I also cool. drafted a redskin Who yeah. late? I drafted two Redskins. Can
3: I can I take a guess at one?
2: I always draft two Redskins and I always end up regretting it. But trade him first week. All
3: right, receiver.
2: Uh, one of them is a receiver. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna say Trey Quinn. I. Did draft oh. hey, Can you do the scar? You believe the <laughs> Gordon hype. I he uh, I uh, he I think is gonna be sitting deep on my bench for the <laughs> He probably will. <laughs> but hey, he might be
3: getting some receptions this
2: year. All right, here's my all right Special he'll, teams? my uh my hail yeah, hail nah for Trey Quinn. I'm gonna say Hail yeah, hail nah. Trey Quinn has the most catches of any receiver on the team this year.
3: I would love to say hell yeah. I'm going to say hell nah, just because he's still so new to the system. I don't think he's established enough to be the, the number one guy yet. But you never know, because he, he's a comfortable – he runs the, the smart routes. He's not yeah. really being a risk. So it, it, it's up there. I think it's right in the mix, but I'm going to say hell nah.
0: I, I could go hell yeah. There's new quarterbacks. He could be developing some chemistry in the preseason. We don't know what's going on. So he could become a favorite target for one of these new guys. So I can see it happening.
1: Uh, I'm also going hell yeah because uh, he's a slot receiver. Yeah. So and it seems like he gets pretty good separation. Paul Richardson is a home run threat. So I'm not gonna say he doesn't. He's not gonna get the most receptions, but he may get the most yards per reception. Yeah. And uh, I just haven't seen anything from. Doxen, that would make me think that he gets more catches.
2: Sure. Were you gonna
3: say who is Josh Doxson? <laughs> I also don't <laughs> who's
2: know. Who's that guy? <laughs> All right. Did you ha- did you have a uh, a guess on the other one? Uh, uh, AP. It's not AP. Guys, it's guys. It's guys. Yeah, it's guys. Darius guys. Yeah, okay. I, I, right. I uh, he was it's he was, the was sitting back. there. He was sitting there for me in like the sixth round. He went early
0: in my draft, like really, like round four. Work draft or what? Work draft. Yeah.
2: Do you well? Do you work with, with a
1: bunch with of dummies? No.
2: <laughs> cool. Maybe it,
3: maybe it, well, it was a twelve round draft. Remember? Yeah. But maybe it wasn't the fourth
2: round. But it was super early. Oh, uh, I. Right. He shit. was sitting there in six. I needed another tailback. I was like, all right, you know what? I hope so. Never know. He could be lightning in a bottle. Okay, so here's my hail yeah, hail nah for him. Darius Geis will lead the team in rushing this year. Hail yeah or hail nah.
3: I'm gonna say hail nah, just cause I wanna be wrong, but I just don't know about the kid's health.
1: Okay.
0: Hail yeah. AP's getting older. If this guy can stay healthy, guys, I think he takes it.
1: I agree. Hell yeah! I think he's in the position to to take it from AP. Huh?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do we have any? Uh, do we have any other sort of hail general hell yeah, hell no's? Maybe not necessarily fantasy football related. I think we've satisfied our fantasy football quotient for the entire season at this point.
3: Hell yeah, hell no. Josh Doxson catches up ball as a Redskin That is a
2: very good one. Ooh. Hell yeah or hell no, will Josh Doxen catch a I ball?
3: I can't say his name for whatever he...
1: Doxon. Doxon, Doxon, is, like,
2: like the dog. <laughs> like the little wiener dog. <laughs> yeah. Is that an illusion
1: that he's going to be traded?
3: That's what I'm thinking. I mean, there was the news yesterday or maybe two days ago that Gruden was looking to... or the team was looking to trade him. I mean, he doesn't look like he's going to be starting and what's the point of keeping him? The guy's been in the system and hasn't performed for three or four years. He's the, he's the Andre Burkowski of the Redskins, but even less than that because he hasn't
0: performed in the playoffs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'll i jump in on this. I think, hell no. Nah. I, yeah. he, they, they, he, I don't think has guaranteed money on the books. I don't think so either. And, i yeah, those those rumors are out there. You don't hear that they're looking to move a guy unless they're like really trying to move him. Even if
3: he's not moved, I don't know if he starts. I know.
2: Well, I think if they don't move him, I think they might cut him. Do we yeah, get? Yeah. Are we gonna get a lot for him?
0: Like, no, no. I think they could
2: get a sixth or seventh. Like they, he's yeah, he's worth nothing. He's he's a. I would keep him because he a first he's big. A pick? Yeah. yeah, he was there. He was their pick. like fifteenth pick overall. <sighs> I would keep him, but yeah, yeah
1: we'll but, see if he's healthy. The Josh Doxson fatigue is is real, and I think it's reaching a breaking point for the front office and fans alike.
3: And also pieces of glass everywhere.
2: Yeah. Like him. <laughs> I mean, we, we have just been all just, I mean, since we've started and long before we started this this podcast, just like every week, it's like, all right, well, what's, uh, he, he are plays, they going to throw a fade rat to the corner? Is he going to be able to get it? He's
3: He'll play know, one awesome week, and then they won't do the same thing, or it's just, I don't know, he's, disappears for like a month and it's like well that's not you can't suit up regularly if you're gonna do that.
2: Other hell yeah hell noz. Let's see. Um go, yeah, what do you got?
3: Tress way overall sixty five yard punt. That's two yards better than last year.
2: Uh like an average?
3: Uh long on this season.
2: Long. I think he could punt at a thousand yards if he really wanted to.
3: Well we all do, but let's be realistic here. We all hope that actually.
2: Well, he's gonna get plenty of practice. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the Redskins he, he kicks have a field a, uh, goal. He kicks a field goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Redskins have a long history of like making their punters the most valuable player on the team. So, unfortunately, how about this? All right, we should do.
1: Sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. You uh, get a defensive side of the the ball. All right, if, I got, one, I got one more.
2: I got one more offensive one. Then we can move defense. Hell yeah! Hell nah. Case Keenum starts more. Than, eight games this season.
0: I say hail nah. Okay, but I don't. That doesn't necessarily mean that Haskins is going to come in because I think I think Keenum's going to go like one and four, like not nothing great. But I think McCoy takes the takes the role next just because he's been there, and I think uh, Gruden you know wants him to do well. I want him to do well too. But I, I think Haskins will maybe get like one to two games this you year. You say McCoy or Keenum? Keenum's gonna start, but I think McCoy comes in next.
3: I think they give Haskins a look before McCoy. I don't. I think if the season's looking like it's dead, why not? The question was for Case Keenum starting eight. Eight game. Uh, yeah. no, I'm gonna say hell yeah, actually, just because I think the we have a very tough opening schedule, and I think that's gonna play a big part into probably our one and four. Hopefully, two and two. Oh, start. you guys are
2: really bumming me out right now. It's just it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough flow. start.
3: But I think it's going to – the Skins are going to be in the mix, and it's going to be like, well, there's not enough to give Haskins the start yet. Let's see what Keenum's got. So I think he's going to keep us in the mix. So ideally, I think we all agree that we don't want Haskins starting much of this year. No. There's not enough protection for the kid. Why even And give him
0: more time also to get ready.
3: So I'm just saying, I think it's going to be a rough start for the Skins. I don't think we're all expecting anything – this year that's gonna be anything great. I would love it if they surprise me, but I just think uh if Keenum is playing more than eight games a year,
2: I think it's a good sign.
1: Yeah, I agree. Is this is this a make it or break it year for For Jay mine. I think it, I think it season. is
2: like I I think they either make the playoffs or he gets fired.
1: If that's the case, then I think that he tries to do whatever he can to win some football games mm-hmm. and keep his job. In an ideal world, Keenum plays all 16 games and and Haskins stays on the bench and can develop as a, as a QB of the future. But with Jay Gruen's job on the line, I'm not sure that happens.
2: Yeah, I think there's going to be a point this year, if I'm being completely honest, that there is going to be a disagreement between the person whose job is on the line which I think is going to be Jay Gruden and the future of the team as dictated by the front office and I think there's going to be conflict over whether or not they opt to bring Haskins in and I don't know if I think it's going to be a 1-4 in situation right now that's below where the Redskins line is and maybe that'll be the thing we close things out on on their win total but yeah I think it's going to be a, a, a never-ending source of conversation over the course of this year is when is Haskins gonna play. So,
1: all right, I, let's move to move to defense. Okay, I think I got one off the top of my head.
2: Okay, hit us.
1: Um, I think I remember seeing that the Redskins' defense finished 15th in the league for total defense, and my hell yeah or hell nah is. Will the Redskins finish higher than 15th or, better say, in the top half of
2: the league uh, by the end of the year? Uh, I'm going to right off the bat say, hell yeah, the Redskins are in the top half of the league in their defense. I would go so far as say the Redskins will have a top 10 defense in the league this year. Mm-hmm. I the Between who they're bringing back and then... Going out, getting Landon Collins, one of the best young safeties in the league. I mean, he's a game changer. They already have a ton of guys who are gonna be able to contribute. I mean, Ryan Kerrigan is coming back. He continues his streak of regular season starts. You know, there's some addition by subtraction. I think in the linebacker position, Zach Brown, Mason Foster. I feel I feel good about their defense.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna agree. Much shorter. I'm just gonna say, hell yeah. Okay, fair enough. I like I like how we're looking. I think we're, we'll we'll continue our good defense of the streak. So,
1: I do like the addition of Collins from the the limited stuff I've seen from him from the preseason. I mean, he he seems to really enjoy stepping up and hitting people. I I think that helps kind of uh, influence. Defenders alongside of them, and I think it's kind of like an attitude that may help propel this defense. So uh, I think they're going to be better than fifteen. I'm not sure if I see top ten though. Fair enough. So is is
3: Collins filling that swearinger hole that was uh, yes. left last season? I think
2: you can do a direct A B comparison yeah. between the two of them.
3: Yeah, I, I think they're going to be good too. I think that's something they that were working on but yeah i think they improved in the off season and who knows maybe their defense could be so good that they can keep the skins in it and uh even if the offense is a little lackluster it could still help them win some games this season so we'll see what we'll see what happens i'm gonna say hell yeah as well so i think that's a full round table of uh top 15 d here oh yeah oh yeah you're doing it good buddy great job
1: Buckle your seatbelts, because I think we're going to be seeing a lot of, like, 2017 games. So.
3: I would love to see some 20-point
2: performances from the Skins. I, maybe that was too generous. Uh, <laughs> it hardly like, happened. Last hey, hey defense, <laughs> defense wins champions.
1: 16-13 games. All uh, right,
2: let's round it out. Hail it, so the over-under I've seen, the Vegas over-under, they have them at 6.5. So we'll go, hell yeah, hell no, nah, the Redskins win... More than six games this season. Uh, for me, that's a hail no. Mm. Uh,
1: I have them at six, I think. So that's it's just you're, ta- under. you're taking the under.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm gonna say hail yeah. Even though I think we'll start slow, but I think you know they're gonna start getting the hang of it the longer the season goes. But. Yeah, slow start, but I think we'll, we'll get the hang of it towards the end. Hopefully the weaker schedule towards the end helps out. Do you have a number? Probably seven or eight. Not much better, but I think we'll beat, we'll beat six.
3: I, I'm going to say, hail nah, as well. Looking at that number, if I was betting, I would say, oh, for sure, six and a half. Yeah, they can win. They can win just over or just under 50% of their games this year. But I remember I, I made a bet when, RG three was in his prime at eight, and they didn't even do that. So I'm thinking of that. We don't even have RG three in his prime
0: now. Um, <laughs> now you can't can't rule Cleveland out anymore. That's right. right? Yeah. yeah.
3: So I mean, I would love it if they proved me wrong, but I just think, uh, being realistic, it's going to be a tough year for the Skins. It's going to be a, a year of development. I think a year of just kind of patience and letting letting the players and the I don't know. Ownership figure things out, but I, I think uh, hopefully they figure things out. But I, I must when have they ever? Oh,
2: goodness, <laughs> Yeah, you know. yeah. I think I think I say hell yeah! Right now, uh, we just watched the Redskins fall in their final preseason game of the year. Good thing preseason counts for nothing. But I don't know. I think a best case scenario has you know, the, the NFC East is always so unpredictable. I mean, I don't think Dallas is going back to the playoffs again this year. A couple of things break the right way and you know, we can maybe next time around sort of look at the schedule as it's like laid out right in front of us. I don't know how much value there is in that, but at the same time, I just think that they're this is a team that's due and I think they have some pieces and maybe everything needs to go right, but I think I I just see it going north more north than south right now. Don't don't ask me this question in two weeks because I might have a very different answer after they see the Eagles in Week One. But I'm I'm gonna start off with a modicum of optimism, deserved or not. I'm gonna go a hell yeah as uh, as the Redskins get started in 2019. We'll be there every step of the way in 2019. Our first full season on Hogs Night of Podcast. We appreciate everyone who's tuned in, liked, subscribed, gotten on the channel, listened to. Um, our other amazing hosts we have some really talented folks who are also contributing alongside us be sure to refresh your feed stay tuned in we'll be back very shortly for Roomba, Nebat neil dr chris jones this is brian from hogs haven and this was hogs night a podcast